Hello there, and welcome to the Crypto Frontier. I'm Jonathan Miller, Managing Director of Kraken Australia, and here on the Crypto Frontier, we will hear from the industry's best and brightest about the latest news in crypto and blockchain from Australia and around the world. Whether you haven't yet bought your first Bitcoin or want to better understand the latest DeFi token or development in blockchain, this show will go behind the scenes with founders, experts, and industry professionals to explore the technology that powers the future of finance. Please note that this podcast does not constitute financial product advice. You should consider obtaining independent advice from a financial advisor before making any financial decisions. I hope you enjoy the show. On today's show, we will speak with Dave Carr from the Decentraland Foundation. As the name suggests, Decentraland is the first fully decentralized virtual world powered by blockchain and a DAO. It allows users to own, govern, and contribute to the future development of the platform. From virtual festivals to art auctions and digital headquarters, Decentraland is a community-owned portal to the metaverse. I hope you enjoy the discussion. All right. Well, Dave, thanks so much for joining me today. Um, and, and what I love to do with all my guests is get a feel for you know how you first got involved in crypto. That is a good question. I, I kind of fell into it, I suppose. We were talking earlier off air about, you know, how you got into it and you sort of mentioned that your, you know, various interests or experiences kind of collided. And I guess mine did too. Um, I, I have a history in, in advertising and communications. Um, I'd done a lot of work with um, video game makers. Uh, I had worked for Lego's lead agency in Denmark for many years. And so I was always interested in um, storytelling and uh, different kind of worlds and that sort of thing. And this kind of played out in, in projects that I worked on for, for Lego. So we worked on Lego Universe, which was a massively multiplayer online game. And then, of course, all the video game stuff I worked on, um, there was a lot of uh, titles and campaigns that um, were really dealing with communities and new technology and, and yeah, stories and all that sort of stuff. So I first became aware of crypto with um, Bitcoin and other various altcoins, I suppose, and then stumbled across mention of Decentraland um, and was just intrigued by this uh, virtual world where all of these things seem to be coming together and saw that they needed somebody to help them with marketing and communications. And yeah, that was that was two and a half years ago, I guess now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So it's been a little while. Mm. Well, why don't we go back then to that point and tell me a little bit about what Decentraland was then, you know, when you first joined them. Uh, and I'm sure a lot's happened since. Um, if you can paint me a little picture of what you walked into. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a small team and it's still a small team. Uh, I work for the Decentraland Foundation, which is a, a non-profit organization that that supports decentralization in uh, in the platform in the world, works with um, community groups um, to help develop uh, things. We report on third party activities, we hold intellectual property, that sort of thing. But so that small team still exists. It's it's grown, um, but yeah, back in the day, back in it was what mid twenty nineteen, um, it was still in in a, a beta testing phase, still being developed, um, and. And yeah, NFTs weren't weren't being talked about. I'm sure they were around, but I they were not part of my my lexicon. And it just kind of accelerated into the beginning of 2020. And 
and Decentraland went live, opened up its its gates, if you like, to the public. And and yeah, we've just kind of accelerated from there. It's 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 gone so fast. We had our first art week last year, um, which was it feels like everything we do has been experimental. Like let's have an art <laughs> week, let's let's do that. And so we did that this year. Our second art week. It felt much more structured. It had a real um, look and feel, proper theme about it. And yeah, 2021 has just been intense. NFTs have exploded. I mean, if you look at the the difference in figures between what was happening with NFTs last year and what's happening this year, and Decentraland was always ahead of the curve with digital art and supporting artists and also music and events. So this year, you know, Sotheby's drops a a replica of its London galleries inside Decentraland and and, and auctions off a, a CryptoPunk. Uh, it follows that up with a, a an auction with Jay-Z. Um, and then we have, you know, a huge art week. And now we're rounding into the Metaverse Festival, which is, you know, the first ever multi-day music festival in in the in the virtual world. So yeah, it's just it's gone crazy from when I joined to where we are now. It's explosive, really. Isn't it like uh, just just so insane? So, okay, for people who don't know what Decentraland is, I mean, you, you you did describe it kind of you know reading the tea leaves in that little history, which was in, you know I can't I can imagine the intensity of this last couple of years for you. You must be exhausted, and also the timing of all this perfect timing. And I and I, I guess the confluence of what's been happening in the crypto world, kind of more generally, meant that you know this is just such a good time to have a platform like Decentraland. But can you tell me and tell our listeners, you know, um, at a kind of baseline level, what Decentraland is and how it how it's kind of structured? Yeah, so the best way to describe Decentraland is that it is a, we call it a virtual social world. Uh, and so really what that is, it, it's, it's, it's based on, it's powered by the Ethereum blockchain. So it is a, it's called Decentraland because it is decentralized. So the people who use Decentraland they own it and they get to say how Decentraland operates. Um, there is a decentralized autonomous organization that sits uh, behind Decentraland and that is a forum through which the users can uh, submit proposals and vote on proposals that determine how the world works and things like features come into play, um, formalizing districts, that sort of thing. Uh, you can there are any number of proposals that are in the DAO at any given time. And if you have any knowledge of, of this space or crypto generally, you'll, you'll notice that DAOs are, or DAO is a term that is becoming more and more prevalent. Um, but yeah, so Decentraland, virtual social world, uh, you create an account either via a, a digital wallet uh, or you can log in via your email. You create an avatar that is your a digital version of yourself and you can move through this virtual space. It's not virtual reality in that you don't strap on a pair of, of glasses and, and feel fully immersed, but it is a it is a virtual world where you can walk up to other users and, and communicate. You can walk into art galleries and, and engage with um, works of art. You can um, attend a music event. Uh, you can... You can build. We have a basic builder um, where people can build scenes. You know, uh, they can build games, uh, buildings. Uh, we have a more advanced SDK, uh, a developer's kit um, based on Unity, where where you can you can build more advanced structures. Um, yeah, really. At at this point, it is um, 
it's very much open to interpretation. But I think Decentraland, that the aim is that that creators and, and users of the world are given the tools and the license to really create it as they see fit. And and that's the that's the beauty of of, of a decentralized platform. Um, there is no centralized or central point of control that is feeding or curating an experience to the people who use Decentraland or the, or any sort of um, metaverse. It's it's a decentralized experience. So, um, you know, people often say, well, I get into Decentraland, I don't really know what to do, or there's there's a lot of land um, around where not a lot is happening. Well, it's it's very early days. It's, um, it, it is world building as it happens. Um, and so ultimately it is, it is up to people who come into Decentraland to determine what it looks like and what happens and what you do. So... Yeah, I, I hope that's kind of encapsulated it. Yeah, no, that, that was that that was great. I, th- I think that 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 people need to kind of get their head around this other idea, though, which is that um, when you are kind of existing in this, well, navigating through um, Decentraland, um, you're navigating through a a space, and you use the word met- metaverse um, mm. uh, that allows you that is kind of essentially deeply integrated with all the other crypto stuff that you know I talk about on this podcast because it's it's native to to that can you just tell me a little bit about and I know that um this is you know perhaps this is out of your wheelhouse but you know about that kind of technical integration how much of what you experience in uh in through the viewport you know when you're navigating around the central land is kind of on chain you know on the blockchain versus off off the blockchain well, I mean, effectively, the fabric of of Decentraland is 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 the blockchain. I mean, the land that you walk around on. The, back in 2017, 2018, the, one of the first actions was the the auction of land, and and land is an NFT. Um, you know that that is what that is effectively the foundation of Decentraland. These plots of of land on which uh, the users, or not even the owners, but any user can can come in and build something and put it into uh, what we call a scene pool, which can then be picked up by uh, a landowner and and placed uh, inside the world on on their land. Um, so there's also elements within Decentraland, like uh, the, the the Decentraland's own cryptocurrency token, Mana. Now that's that's a token that can be used to purchase things in the marketplace. And within the marketplace, again, you have more NFTs in the form of wearables. Uh, there's some digital art. You can also buy land, um, individual plots and estates. It's, yeah, it's, it, the, the blockchain is, is really powering every experience uh, throughout, throughout Decentraland. And I suppose it's probably worth even discussing, you know, what the, the nature of, of the metaverse is, because it feels like just this week there have been so many, uh, I think on the BBC this week, there was a, a, an article, um, you know, what is the metaverse and why does it matter? You know, it feels like yeah. just this week or the last couple of weeks, mainstream has turned around and, and, and suddenly taken a, an interest. And Yeah, it definitely mm. helps when you have brands like, you know, Facebook talking about this, using this word. And mm. they're probably using it in a slightly different way to the way that you guys are using it. Um, but it, yeah, go, go on. Yeah, you will have seen in the news this week Facebook uh, announcing that they're going to be hiring 10,000 workers in Europe to build their metaverse, um, which is, that's crazy. When you think about the numbers of people that they are onboarding to, to, to realise this thing, uh, they 
they, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg has said that, you know, he's, he's saying that Facebook is, a, is going to be a metaverse company. I guess you have to drill down into that statement a little bit. Um, Decentraland, as I've said, is a decentralized platform. So it's owned and it's governed by its users. A metaverse company feels like a bit of a contradiction in terms in that it feels like it would be a, a centralized experience. And I suppose if you look at the history of Facebook, uh, control is, is something that is, 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 is inherent to that particular platform, or, or at least the people who own it control it, uh, and you are served your content, even though you have, you know, you have license to do certain things on the platform. So, um, but I think the metaverse will, of course, be the self-contained worlds. You know, there's Decentraland, there are other metaverses, you've got the Sandbox, Cryptovoxels, Somnium Space. You have other versions of the metaverse, which are organizations like Superworld or Over, OVR, which layer their version of the metaverse over the physical world and sell plots of land in that in that overlaying fabric, if you like. Um, the metaverse could also be a layer of services or tools that exist sort of in parallel to our physical world. Um, and, and then you'll have elements of the metaverse reaching back into the physical world to, to, to enhance what we do day to day. I think a good example of that is... Uh, research departments at universities or, or research departments generally uh, auctioning off or selling off an NFT related to their work in order to fund the next program, you know. So, and the NFT could be uh, the first image from a, a study that they have going on or, um, or, or what have you. So th there's many different facets of the metaverse. Uh, as I say, there'll be the, the Decentraland style of, of metaverse. And we call ourselves the metaverse because I think we, we look at Decentraland as contextualizing so many different elements. So DeFi, um, th there's, there's crypto, although that in, in Decentraland is really only the token that kind of facilitates other things. But it's, it's music. And within that, there are musicians creating songs that take the form of NFTs that allow them to license those tracks to provide ownership to other people to uh, to take generally take more ownership of, of their of their creative process and their creative output. So so yeah, that decentralized notion of the metaverse contextualizes and sort of wraps everything up and brings it together. But then, you know, there are other metaverses, if you like, yeah. and then other well, elements of that. I think you're right that 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 the metaverse is an umbrella term that is used loosely. Mm. But I think more specifically when it comes to decentraland Decentraland is is a, a surface um, upon which you can kind of visualize what is now also becoming known as a Web three, which which is you know the alternate pipes you know for for the new internet and the new internet mm. in which the model uh, is decentralized to begin with. That that to me is is a key kind of and very important distinction between you know when you pit that you know, I guess what Decentraland's doing up against the more centralized uh, amusement park, perhaps, of, of what Facebook is proposing, um, which is a curated, more curated experience, even if the, the, there's, there's contributions, like even if contributions, and really Facebook is a decentralized um, content creator, but it's not, a de, it's not owned by those content creators. And, and what I think the underlying theme and, and their, and the really interesting dynamic that's at play when it comes to blockchain in general is an inversion of that ownership structure where the decentralization is not just about 
um, creation. That's part of it, absolutely. But also about the recognition of the of the rights in the owners and the creators. Um, so so that that to me is a really key distinction. I want our listeners to to understand. So I, look, I, I think what I you know you've already talked about the the kinds of activities that have been occurring on Decentraland. And it's important, maybe should mention, can I shout out to Kraken? We've got we've got a, a, a plot of land in Decentraland. We've got a headquarters there, a, a big Kraken-shaped headquarters. Yes. And there's some really exciting stuff coming, um, you know, uh, down the line. So can you tell me about the, the, I guess, what's coming, you know, the kind of events that you guys are putting on um, and what the future is as well? Like what's beyond that? Yeah, and and so Kraken is is also um, presenting our main stage at uh, at the Metaverse Festival. So uh, this is this is the four day uh, music and, and cultural festival that starts on October twenty one. And yeah, so Kraken has the Evolution Stage. Um, <clears throat> it's called the Evolution Stage because the four days will evolve, particularly that stage. It'll be dressed or decorated um, structurally as well in a different way, and it's evolving from underwater to earth to space to the metaverse so we're telling this kind of thematic story of you know the, this this evolution of technology but also you know the way humans have evolved as well and so yeah some amazing acts um from the electronic folk acoustic there's a bit of rock in there there are artists from all across the world and some of the big headline acts include dead mouse uh alice in wonderland blau rack uh, even paris hilton is going to show up uh, she has her own specially produced avatar and a, and a special guest that she's bringing along on the Sunday night. Um, so yeah, it's it's a pretty um, pretty diverse lineup. That's, that's um, huge. Yeah. <laughs> so some of our listeners would would, would have never um, been to the Decentraland website, and how do they? What what is it like when you when you experience the festival? How does it how does it appear to to the to the user? Yeah. So. You know, if if you're going along to the festival for the very first time, in that you've never been to Decentraland, you would um, you would you would log in using. If you have a digital wallet, fantastic. That's how you would gain access. Um, the first port of call, I would say, is is the festival landing page, which is themetaversefestival.io, and that will give you all the information on times, the lineup. It's got an FAQs page that you can download, which will take you a step-by-step you know, -step process of how to get in, you know, how to get in via a wallet or using your email address. Uh, then you would create an avatar. And that's a really simple process of just essentially customizing, personalizing your own digital you for walking around, uh, walking around Decentraland. Then once you're in, you will... What we say is you will spawn at uh, Genesis Plaza. You're at this, the top of this, this water funnel. You'll jump into that and go down into, into Genesis Plaza. If you choose to jump straight into the festival, you'll be taken to the festival area. And then it's just a matter of walking around. You'll use the, the similar keys that you've used when you've walked around a, a video game before. Um, but there are there is a UI, a user interface there to help you with all of that stuff. And... Really, it's just about wandering around and, and taking it all in and moving between the different stages and um, keeping an eye on the schedule to see when when different artists are coming on board. And some of them have their own avatars. Um, the vast majority have recorded um, their set and those will be broadcast in-world on 
on giant screens, but there's lighting, there's the full, the full work. So from a digital perspective, cool. it'll feel like you're in this virtual, in this virtual world, you'll be able to see other people enjoying the performances. Um, and then around that, you've got merch merchandise stands, you've got a fun fair, there's a roller coaster, there are even portable toilets because we couldn't have a music <laughs> festival without that. So, so yeah, it's um, get, get to the, to the homepage, the metaversefestival.io and, and that'll give you a step-by-step. And then we have social media channels, which, you know, you can reach out to people through, through Twitter, through discord, Instagram. There's, there's there are people who can help you with that stuff. Cool. Okay. Well, thanks for the overview. And I, and, and, you know, um, just before I let you go, you know, cause some of our listeners might, you know, they might miss this particular festival, but you know, other than, these kinds of experiences, what, what do you see as, as coming over the horizon for Decentraland and the kind of experiences that will be embedded in that, in that fabric? I think long-term, it, it, it has to be from a Decentraland perspective and from a user's perspective, it has to be, um, it has to be long-term experiences, engaging content. And to that end, it needs to be community generated. Um, I think that the foundation and, and the, the various groups that we work with have a job to do. Now that, you know, the metaverse is, is becoming part of the, the collective consciousness, I guess, if you like, there's a job to be done to bring people into that space. You know, we've been around for, Decentraland has been around for several years now, but it, it hasn't been used by lots and lots of people, certainly not the mainstream. So there is a job to teach creators how to use the space that, you know, teach them about the notion of decentralization and get them in and get them creating long-term content. So the Metaverse Festival, Art Week, these big events, they're, they're great and they're great for awareness and, and they're fantastic to, to introduce people and, and, and for the existing communities to, to, to show their stuff and, and have a good time. But I think it has to be, longer term plays um engaging over over you know months and years and 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 also experiences that, that get people coming back and and feeling like they can they can use it and 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 contribute to it and a slight extension to that is also creators being able to um, monetize their services you know one of the big stories of late is axie infinity which is play to earn games that are providing the players with with an income, uh, but also game game creators with the chance to create experiences and 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 receive an income from that, and so that extends to artists being paid for their art, which they're they're doing through NFTs, but also people who create wearables and and accessories and elements for the metaverse, also being able to monetize that. So I feel like, yeah, some some long term value utility for people in these spaces is is what's key and 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 crucial to that is is making people feel they can get in and, and making it understandable and onboarding them in a, in a really easy way yeah absolutely it makes i guess it makes people understand as well that the underlying fabric here that blockchain is is the thing that um empowers uh and and enables these kinds of um transactional experiences not just a not just kind of the ephemeral ephemeral experience of of playing, but uh, of, of creating a new a new world in which there is a kind of a embedded commerce, and and that's that that is a that's an out of the box almost when it comes yeah. to blockchain. I think the I think the the, the blockchain creators the, the and and the I know the founders of Decentraland the, their feeling was with with the creation of of of, of this this platform, and I think 
you know, Vitalik um, with with Ethereum and 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 that that whole scene was about, you know, the web hasn't really kind of turned out to be this decentralized democratic space that that we all hoped it would be. And I think the feeling with Web three, the hope is that it will be this decentralized. It'll be a place where people take ownership and collaborate and care for other creators coming into the space and help them to to move through it and and it'll be a much more fluid and uh and engaging space that's that that i feel is 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 the hope for this generally and and the bottom line is a space that they own right so yeah um, absolutely that's the difference well Mm -hmm. dave thanks so much for for talking me through this it's great to hear uh, about what's happening with decentraland which is something that um has you know really in a couple of years become, you know, the go-to metaverse in the blockchain world. So thank you. And I'm really, uh, really excited to, to, to see what, what comes down the line. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you. It's been great. Thanks everyone for joining me on this show and for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe and review on your podcast platform of choice. And we'll make sure we take you right to the edge of the crypto frontier. And remember, you can learn more about all things crypto by visiting kraken.com slash learn. Until next time, I've been Jonathan Miller, and this has been The Crypto Frontier.